It's time to tee it high and let it fly. This is the Edwin Watts Golf Hour, only on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Now, the Edwin Watts Golf Team. I'm all right. Nobody but about me. Why you got to give me a fight? Can't you just let it be? Hey, good morning, Jacksonville, Florida. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Ashton, the old pro caddy, Mike Crail, Chris in the box, and this is live the Edwin Watts Golf Shop Radio Hour, and we're here for the next hour to bring you golf, anything to do with golf. So uh, if you have a minute or two, be precise, concise, you can call in at what number, caddy, Mike? 904-641-1010. It's 904-641-1010. Chris, our fabulous producer, will take your call and, and get you connected. There's a lot going on in golf, as per usual. Uh, a lot of, let me put it this way, a lot of attention to golf, which unfortunately ended with uh, some issues and, and problems. Um, but that's the way it goes. You know, it's like life. It's it's ups and downs. But uh, thank you very much for listening. And thank you to all of our great sponsors. uh, Edwin Watts Golf, Ping Golf, Play Your Best, UNF Golf. uh, Wolf Retirement Navigation. Wolf Retirement Navigation. And and hopefully some others soon. Uh, We're we're real good friends with Chris Kopp, Premier Physical Therapy. I know he sponsors the amateurs afterwards and is a good friend of the show. And he's really great with the 15th club, as I like to call it, which gets a lot of uh, play in golf now, Tiger and issues and and other players and and stuff like that. So thank you so much for joining us and feel free to call in. Yeah, don't go away because uh, we're going to share with you where you can get nine holes with four beers and a pull cart for $30. Whoa. Hold on a second. Uh, can I do that right now? Because as much as I love doing this show, if I can get nine holes, four beers, and a cart, I might I might leave in five minutes. Oh, hey. You know, it, it, we got a rainy day, but hey, it's a perfect time to work on how do you play golf in the rain, right? Correct. Correct. It's not raining hard yet. I think uh, 11, when, 15-ish or so, it'll start to move in. Today and tomorrow, uh, it's supposed to rain quite a bit. In Northeast Florida, I feel badly for uh, Daytona 500 and their fans. Uh, tomorrow at 2:30, uh, Daytona 500 is happening, but it's going to be a lot of rain. So, uh, as Tom said, um, golf in the rain. If you have the help of Edwin Watts, I'm swinging you can get the nicest in the rain. I'm swinging, swinging in, in the, the rain. rain. This guy, he's got, he, he sings, uh, I have a Pingle, pingle, pingle bells, bells, and I am working in the on rain. Pingle Bell Rock. I am working on that. Of course you are. Well, we, we just got to get uh, Glenn Cohen, 904-346, help, Phil's lawyer, just to make sure we're not dealing with any copyrights with that. Hey, folks, look, hey, when you say ping golf, you not only play your best, you buy the best. So uh, go buy your local Edwin Watts Golf so Shop good. and check out. The ping line of drivers, the G430 Max 10K, brand new. I mean, like the record for the most, it's the most accurate, consistent driver like yeah. ever made. You got the uh, G430 irons, the HL iron, the new Blueprint S, Blueprint T irons, the uh, 430. Oh, I just, I saved up all my pennies and I just got last night going the in crossover? my crossover. A G430 Max 
Three wood. Oh, no. Oh, I can't oh, wait. No. See, I, now I can't beat Tom anymore. But Dude. that's the way it goes. I, I don't I don't feel badly finishing second uh, to Tom. That doesn't bother me at all. And by the way, um, I know you hear a lot about, uh, you know, AI, which I don't I don't particularly care for it. When 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 uh, I heard Generation Z, is that the young kids, Tom? Uh, that they would ra- they would rather go to chat box or AI uh, to get an answer to a question or some information rather than the human being that is their coworker and sitting next to them. So I have concern about the future. Ping doesn't do that. Ping is the greatest engineering company founded by Karsten uh, Engineering uh, Company to provide the best technology that human beings do to make it easier and more fun to play golf. And I've always, you know, my, my, it sounds crazy to say it, but it's true. My life is better because of Karsten and Louise. My life, it literally is. Golf is Because better. I have more fun playing golf because of, uh, because they, it was in their best, they wanted to make it more fun for people like me. So thank you so much, Ping Golf. All play right, your, well, play your best. Sta- Ping started in 1959 with just a putter and uh, they expanded into not only the drivers, the irons, the fairways, Extensive putter line, PLD putters, hybrids, crossovers, women's. They make clubs for ladies. For lady golfers. They don't just make women's clubs. They make clubs for the lady golfer. The new GLE3 driver fairway irons hybrids, the chipper LE. Yeah, if your girlfriend plays, your wife plays, your daughter plays, hook them up. Uh, they'll be, you'll be very glad you did. And then Ping doesn't stop with just that for the ladies. They got the chippers, they got the GLE three putters, and of course the finest junior golf equipment Prodigy. on the planet. Prodigy. Buy five Prodigy clubs in your first purchase of Prodigy, Ping Prodigy clubs, and that qualifies you for one free refit as your junior grows. Yeah, that's really cool. And that saves just, that'll say that saves you, you know, $150 just by doing that. And Mike, it's time to retool your bag because Ping has just introduced their S159 wedges. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. New grinds. They have a H grind, yeah. B grind, S grind, a W E grind, a T grind. Cuz here's here's the thing. I mean, custom fitting is important. For all your clubs, for your driver and your driver's swing, uh, for your irons and, and, and your fit and your lie angle and your color code and stuff like that. But sometimes people forget to do technology with the real scoring clubs. Yeah. Do you know and, that their wedges tested out, especially out of the moisture? Yes. With any dampness at all, which is great for if you're in the rough because the, the, the liquid out of grass if it's on the, between the ball and the face, it can actually hit a ball another 20, 30 yeah. yards. But they have a friction face. The way okay. the grooves are done, combination of the friction adding face blast. Yes. It gives, they actually test it as being the number one wedge with any moisture on the face is. in the game of golf. Yeah. All right. And then PLD putters. Yeah, I mean, come on. They got Seriously? it all. Seriously? They got it all. Got it all. All right. Yes. Ping golf, play your best. Oh, man, University of North Florida Golf Complex. You know, when we come back, remember I, I mentioned about uh, nine holes, four beers, and a pool car for $30? <laughs> like I said, it's going to take, you know, if I'm not here, you know. We're going to know where you're at. I'm going to beat, I'm gonna beat the rain. It might be just Chris and him. All right, Chris, hope you brought the duct tape at least for the next hour. So we got to go to our first <laughs> break here. 
Uh, and the Ed Watts Golf Shop Radio Hour brought to you by Ping Golf, Wolf Retirement Navigation, University of North Florida Golf Complex, where you can build a game of a lifetime, and Wolf Retirement. And we'll be right back. Live here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. You're listening to the Edwin Watts Golf Hour on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. I'm going to drop the bomb on you, baby. Ah, ah. Drop the bomb on you, baby. Frank Frank Frangie in the house. Wow. Here we go. Hey, welcome back to the show. (laughs) My Um, idol. (laughs) Hey, folks, you want to build a game for a lifetime? Where else do you go but the University of North Florida Golf Complex? Right That's over there on the properties of University of North Florida. Where else, right? Nine-hole par three golf course. Lit driving range. Mm-hmm. Amazing putting range. Don't they have uh, really smart people there can help you with your game? Really smart instructors, too. So that, I mean, during the time you would... Half the time you would play 18 holes of golf, you can play nine holes, hit some balls, and get a lesson. It is. It's open and maybe, to the, and maybe yep. have a beer if you're me. It is open to the public, and yes, all the smart people are there, instruction wise. And then, then I show up. Ouch, Chris! Did you did you hear him say all the smart people there? Uh, I did. That, that doesn't include you and I, apparently. Not even close. <laughs> but it, it's you know what? It's okay. It's okay to be really handsome and charismatic. Instead, that's just, what we are. Just okay, make, so we're 0 for 3. Just making sure you're paying Ouch. attention. Wow. All right. Hey, look, folks, really, if you want to build a game for a lifetime, go over there and uh, and uh, beginner to expert, uh, book some lessons, have a good time, get some beers. And this, of course, is where you can get nine holes on the shoe, par three, nine-hole golf Fantastic. course, four beers and a pull cart for just $30. All day, every day, 21 plus and over, drink responsibly. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, the deal includes the kids? one round, four beers, and a pool cart per person. An additional nine holes is only nine more dollars. And the kids. And the kids, I believe it's 12 and under. They should with also a, drink responsibly. With a, yeah. <laughs> with a, <laughs> Very nice. With See, a, that's why you and I are in, a, in this cate- a one category, and Tom is in another one, Chris. With a paying adult. And I love you for it. With a paying adult, the kids yes. at 12 and under are free. Fantastic. Play the golf, UNF, okay? what an amazing university, by the way. It's growing like crazy. Uh, fantastic place to send your kids to school. Well, speaking of the juniors, they have a junior uh, junior golf program, okay, clinics at the, at the Plex, which includes putting, chipping, instruction from the instructors. So, you know, bring the kids. It's great. Wednesdays they have on-course. Thursdays they have skill development. So they have all kinds of things going on for the kids. That's that's okay. awesome. Hold on, uh, Scotty Scheffler on line one. He wants to know how to make a four footer. Tom, uh, never mind. <laughs> um, if I can hit the ball that good, and I because I can roll a ball. Tom and I are sitting about six feet apart. I could roll a ball in a straight line uh, six feet since I was maybe you know eight years old. It's okay. It's yep. the way it goes. All right. So you can call for information at University of North Florida Golf Complex, 904-620-2050. You can book some lessons. We have instructors mm-hmm. there. I'm one of them. Um, if you want lessons or you want to really learn the golf game in the swing, uh, you can uh, reach out to me at uh, 904-990-3377. Dan Olson's still there, Dan former Olson IU is, great. Dan Olson is heading it up, and he's um, Fantastic. Play, he's a ton of work. I mean, Dan works his rear end off. I need to go see him off, just so, to do it. Yeah. 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 So stop in, say hi. Thanks for... Thanks, thank Dan and his staff for providing a, a fabulous facility awesome, for Jacksonville area. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
Uh, we got, if, if I can find the button here this morning. I can't find it. I can't find it. Chris, you got this? We got Gary on the line. Good morning, Gary. Welcome to the show. It's the great Dolphin Gary calling. Great How you golfing. doing? G- golf, hey. Golfing Dolphin golfing. Gary. Hey, my brother. Yeah. Happy New Year. How's everything going? Hey, guys. You know, uh, I think Tiger now has the record for WDs. I mean, your boy, Teddy, might get another one. I mean, when's I, he going to give up the ghost, Tom? When's he going to give up the ghost? Well, uh, here's how I feel about it, uh, Gary, and thanks for calling. Um, Don't I, cut me off. I, I want to hear from Tom. I said, okay. All right, then. Go ahead. That's like the best way to get cut off, Gary. <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, I, act, but that's okay. Hey, it's hard. It's it's Tom. You know, do your thing, Tom. And you know, I haven't been there at that level, but I've been there. And you have to make you have to sit there and look at the wall and make that decision. And I can promise you, no matter what level it's at, it's a um, it's a life changing. It's uh, it just you feel every emotion. Um, I don't doesn't matter how tough you are because. It's come to an end, okay, and and that's 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 one of the most difficult things is become mentally aware of your own mortality in, and, in the sport and the hardest and life thing and the whole for him. His life revolves around Tiger Woods, the golfer, and I watched. Was happy that he's playing. He's hosting the tournament. I watched his interviews earlier in the week. He's got a new sun red. Sunday red line of apparel, whatever. I think that the tiger is, looks like a caterpillar, and I wish he'd have used a different logo, but that's the way it goes. Um, and then uh, when he played on Thursday, I spent six out five six hours of my life watching him play, practice, hit balls, replay of 1992. I was actually at the 1992 LA Open, um, and the fans and the media. He says, "Oh, he could win." Da 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 da, da. and there's they're begging him to win it, win or this or that. He goes out and he plays the first day. Yeah, some good. His putting pace was off a little bit, maybe because he changed to a different Bridgestone ball that went farther. But maybe it wasn't as soft. I don't know. He hasn't played. He hasn't played tournament golf in a while. He does okay. Could have been better. Comes out, plays six holes, and and leaves and apparently it was a flu or this or that and the ambulances and the IV and all this kind of stuff. Everybody thought, well, maybe it was his back. Maybe it wasn't whatever. Um, you know, whatever, uh, you know, he did what he did. You know, the fans are the ones that bought into it and everybody's going to do this or that. Now who knows? I, I, you know, if he has a flu or this, it could possibly be, I mean, when you're, and, and don't kid, kid yourself, he's on pain medications, he's still doing that stuff. He may have somebody else driving his car, but to deal with that, dehydration, whatever, but let me put it this way. He plays with JT, his buddy, and JT misses the cut because he can't play with Tiger. He's intimidated. He's banging the ball off the fence at Riviera, as Tom saw yesterday. The third person in that thing is Gary Woodland, Okay. Gary Woodland's got a friggin' brain tumor, okay? He's playing. He finished. He beat both those two guys. He's courageous. Tiger's got a flu. JT can't play good enough. Uh, Jordan Spieth, apparently, couldn't sign a correct scorecard. What's wrong with these guys? Uh, All these penalties on him. Rory can't figure out where to drop the ball. Um, You know, it's... 
the standards that they have for themselves when they're getting paid a hundred times more than the old golfers used to is disappointing to me. Let me put it to you that way. I don't know what Tiger's going to do. What are we supposed to do? Think he's going to win the players. Think he's going to win the masters, whatever. I'm over it. You know, it's interesting, Caddy Mike. That, and I love you know, Tiger, um, by the way. I love watching him play. I've seen him when he was Tiger. I did. I appreciate how great his game was. You know, it's 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 interesting that, you know, Hogan had his accident. And, right. Um, At the um, L.A. Open. I mean, he could barely walk the, and, he, and he played 72 what, holes. What, what people don't know is he lost sight in one of his eyes. Now, I, I believe it was his, I, I believe it was his right eye. Can't remember exactly. Not sure. And it was kind of like that didn't come out till after his career was over. And they asked him, "Well, well, Ben, why why didn't you say something?" He says, "Well, I didn't want to give my competitor an edge on me." Right? I mean, exactly. So I, I played right. golf with Greg Norman, and I knew you could see in his manner. You knew his back was he had he had a back problem. Yeah. Right. We're going along, and he had he had his drive had trickled off the right side down into a, a little. The fairway dropped off is down there, medalist. Yeah. And it was on a par five, I think 11, I, think 11, I can't remember. Anyway. Uh, it, 11, I yeah, think, yes. It, dri- yeah. it dribbled off the side of the fairway down into light rough, and it was an uneven lie, you know, uh, six six inches. It's just, just a little slight. Yeah, so you're. Okay. The water drained off the fairway. There you go. Yeah. And um, he hit his shot, and he start, he winced. You know, I'm watching the whole thing, right? He hits, hits a shot. I'm standing right there six feet from him. He hits a shot, and, and he winced in serious pain, right? So he uses his club as a cane upside down to get to back up to the fairway, his... and it's only like six inches, right? Yeah. A little slope. And I looked at him. I said, Greg, you all right? He looked at me and pulled his shoulders back and says, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you aren't going to know I'm hurting. He's an dude, Aussie. He's dude, old I just school. Saw he's, a, he's, right? he's your mate at that point, yeah. So you know what I do, I agree with you. What's going on? You know the the softness. Uh, they don't they don't have to grind it out and dig it out anymore because I'm a t- I'm not I don't have to be a what tough if, guy. What if Jordan did that at the U.S. Masters? What a stupid I am. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Roberto Di Vincenzo lost because he he signed a, he did it too quick. Sign didn't sign it. I, I mean, mean, you know, and but and I, I'm watch these guys. None of them knows how to. Let, take a drop none of them knows how to play the rules they will however take mm, uh, two minutes to hit a, a a sand wedge from the fairway with a perfect lie because they, them and their caddy has to look at their book you know they got to do aim point on a four footer on the green they tap down all the spike marks if they hit it 50 yards wide but it's behind a TV tower. They get relief. I mean, come on. How how easy does golf need to be for you guys? How much money do you need to make before you have respect for people like Tom and I who've played golf for 50 years and then other people want to watch golf and say, what's this? What's going on here? You know, uh, they need to, golfers need to step up because golf is a niche sport, Tom. Not everybody loves golf as much as we do. They need to, as I would like to say, tell, get it together. They need to start getting it together if they want people to support them. Okay, so, you know, let's not forget a, a, a golfer who wanted to be a champion, lost his leg in World War I, yeah. Ernest Jones. Yeah. Comes back with one leg and wins tournaments as a champion. Yeah, yes. I mean, 
Well, I'm, you Come don't on. think he had problems? Yeah, I got Dude, the flu. one leg. Okay, yeah. so anyway, let's let's toughen up out there, fellas. Let's toughen up. Okay, so you know, let's dro- let's drop the mic here. I want to talk about this. Jordan Spieth. Yeah. Once again, the golden, we get into the, the golden boy. That I don't know if like they didn't get through grade school or high school and they can't add one and one. I don't know what the problem is, but how do you sign an incorrect scorecard? Today, you have a scorer in your group yes. logging your score after each hole. Yes. You have your the playing player, partner. You have the play, the, the, your opponent you're playing with. And, and he you, writes his own score. Every golfer writes on that little pe- on that little strip of paper that they pull out when they go in to sign their card. Every golfer signs their own card. So there's like three or four different. So let's put this out. So you get you get a strip of paper checks. that's about the the width from left to Ten right of a scorecard so. open, yeah. and then from top to bottom it's probably two inches wide, three and a half, three inches max, right? Yes, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, in most instances, yeah. And you have your play, your opponent's name, mm-hmm. and the holes in a box where you write their score. Write their in score down because you're you're responsible for their score that they give you. They give you they, now. Okay. Yeah. You don't. I made four. You don't I finish made. a hole, and I go, "Oh, Mike made this." I ask you, "What did you get, Mike?" And you tell well, me. It says four, and he writes it down. Now, you see him on they're going to the next tee. They write it down up above that or below. They make a little you note make of your their own score. score just to keep track. Okay, so let's let's do this. You have the TV. You have a scorer electronically logging your score after yes. every hole for each player. Yes. You have a caddy. Mm-hmm. So you got two caddies if there's two, a twosome. Yes. You have the player and you have the opponent. Now I've narrowed it down to three people. Jordan made double are, on 18. Who are at fault here. give a rat's ass. I, I, have, I have three people who have, I've narrowed it down to that you can kind of corral as it's to blame right here. Three people. I, I mean, okay. I mean, the, the the player wrote his score down, wrote the wrong score down. Okay, well, listen. Unless Jordan let's, said three when he made four. No, let's, right. Let's, let's I'm be, not blaming him. Don't, let, get, don't kid yourself. Let's be, I was just making a point. Let's be sheer luck Holmes here. Yeah. Okay. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. So you're a caddy in my group. You're my caddy. Okay. And we have an opponent. There's Chris. Yeah. So Chris plays out, and I go, "All right, Chris, what was your score?" And he's, "It was a par three. He he says three, but he made four. Yeah. So I write down three. So there's an error there. Did he forget that he made four? Did he intentionally tell me he made three when he made four? Right? Don't know. Oh, we don't know. Right? And I'm going to tell you why the caddy's involved in this. Okay? So the player, now I'm writing down a score, and I go, I don't, I don't like that SOB today, so I'm going to write down three when he made four. I because hope he's, not. Out. Yeah, he's not paying attention, right? Yeah. Right? Or, right? So you get in there, and it's kind of like at the end of the round, I, we we – I signed maybe, your card. Maybe he wrote down three before Jordan slid that four-footer by. Okay. So I signed Chris's card. <laughs> number four, I think. And I hand it to three. Chris. It's, okay. Yeah. And he signs his card and hands it to me. Now I sit down and I go through box by box by box my score. 
Yeah. And I'm matching it to what I've written down during the round. You can see yeah. them. They, they lay them both. You watch the table. They lay them next on top of each other. Right? They, they sit there in front of the, the nice volunteer people who handle the scorecard. Yeah. And the score is there. Who yeah. scored the round for yes. them? Yes. Okay. So yeah. where does this go wrong? Hmm. Well, could the caddy, you know, my recommendation is first was their intent on my part because I didn't like Chris for the day. I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can slide one by him and get him DQ'd because that means more money for me. Wow. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm looking at it from the other side of the wall here. Okay. What mm-hmm. if Chris intentionally gave me the wrong score? Or what if he accidentally gave me the wrong now, score? Now, here's what people need to know also is that if you – if you if you record a score or sign a card for a score higher than you made, no penalty, right? No penalty. If, if, if you made you actually made a four and you and it was a five and that card signed for that, no penalty. If it's lower, that's when the DQ happens. Yeah, but it should be on both sides. I mean, duh, you're just adding numbers. Yeah. three, four, five. If you put a three, higher four, number, five, they should give you a penalty. Yeah. If you had a lower right. number, they should DQ. All right, we got to go to break. But so here's the last thing. I think the caddy should also have a scorecard. Why not? Now you match them all up. You're not going to get time, a mistake. Next time Paul Paul is on, we'll ask yeah. him. Yeah. And I'm sure he does. Right. Okay. we got a slide out of here. We're brought to okay. you by Ping Golf, Wolf Retirement Navigation, University of North Florida, where you can build a game for a lifetime. And Edwin Watts Golf Shop. Tyson, don't go away. We'll be right back. Live on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. The Edwin Watts Golf Hour on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Hey, we're back. You asked for Frank Franti before. (laughs) Tom was doing such a good rendition earlier. Oh, we can do that. Anybody follow up? See what I see. There you go. There we go. We're going to light this thing up. You know. (laughs) We went uh, Thursday night uh, to um, it was actually it was actually very very good. We went down to the performing arts. I got a special ticket for kind of tight into Valentine's Day. Went down saw the BG show. It was really good, really 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 good. Those guys that came out of Canada and they had the falsetto going and the band was excellent. I love the BGs. That's good. Full house. Uh, I'm Full not house. suggesting that in 1977 Saturday Night Fever out. Came out and I became John Travolta. Well, I could see Caddy Mike oh, in the high heel shoes and the gold necklace and the yep. polyester <laughs> shirt down on the belt. I had the polyester shirt. I had gold chains. Yeah, here we go. A very tight pants and the shoes. What? Yeah, they were. I, I had like up, four inch, four <laughs> inch uh, maroon shoes. What? Uh, why? Why you got to hit my head? Why you got to hit my? I work all day on my head, my head, and then you hit it. And you hit it. <laughs> All right, uh, Tyson's been very, very patient this morning. Good morning, Tyson. Welcome to the show. What's up, brother? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, thanks for having me on, Tom, Caddy, Mike. You know, I wanted to see if if you were down with me giving you a, a word of the day. Absolutely. All right, so the word of the day that I have is probability. And, and I say that because I love when golf is fun. And when I'm in a position like behind some bushes or under a tree, you know, I'm thinking to myself, how many times if I hit this shot out of, you know, 10, how many times am I going to actually pull it off? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the probability is 
in my opinion, how can I make this hole better? In in you know, because I want to play bogey or better golf. Because if I hit into the tree and bounce it off a tree, now I'm double, triple, quadruple. But if I just punch it out, so uh, what's your opinion on you know the percentage of all right? I I didn't hit a very good shot, and now I'm in trouble. But I'm not a professional; I'm an amateur, and I want to still have fun with golf. You don't want to be pissed on the next hole. I mean, it's hard sometimes for us amateurs to do that. So, what's what's all's opinion on it? Wow, you're you're you just laid it out how I play golf, Tyson. I first of all, I play golf for fun. Um. A very good junior golfer. Played a lot of fun. My hero was Seve Ballesteros. So that kind of uh, uh, creates my opinion on what this is. So you're saying you're in the trees. If I hit it through that small opening in the trees yeah, and hit exactly. kind of a low hook and it running up there, I can, you know, get it right up there on the green. I mean, and yeah, not everybody is Tiger Woods. Correct. Or I can pitch it out. In the fairway, knock it on, maybe save par, worst case bogey in terms of that. It depends on what your motivation is um, when you play. I play well, golf well, for about, fun. I know, like, I know motiva- well, what about, what about motivation is one thing. Yeah. Determination, but what about skill level? Skill level, that's right. Yeah. In, in order to, if you want to try such and such a shot, like Seve could hit the ball uh, through a hole the size of a dinner plate, 50 yards ahead of him with a two iron. However, you or me or someone who is a good golfer, but it's, and, and part of it has to do with your creativity because you actually see that shot. You kind of visualize, well, if I do such and such. I play well, golf for fun and also to have what I like to call, at, at my age, life highlights. Uh, all right, I got a question uh, now for yes, Tom. Yes, All right, how do you practice shots like that? All right. Well, uh, you'll, you've uh, opened up what we've I've talked about before, Tyson. Is all amateurs play above their skill level in their mind, so they convince themselves that they can do things that they haven't practiced. They they, they live. Unfortunately, they live in a dream world because. Guilty, guilty as charged. Uh, <laughs> uh, as Caddy Mike retreats to his dream world. Go ahead. All right, amateurs, as soon as they're in trouble, their mind goes negative. They don't stay oh, positive. that's a good point. Okay? Yeah, they that's they a good immediately, point. Uh, and, and like, oh, crap, I'm in the bunker. Oh, that, well, that's negative. How about, wow, you know, I want to go. This is a I, good I, chance I, for me to recover. Yeah, I, I wow, wanted that's to go, a great point. I, I wanted to go to the beach today. This is perfect, right? I'll put on a little suntan on the arms before I take my shot. Yeah, I'm going to get the, you know, I'm going to get the, the the rays on my body. You know, you've got to stay positive no matter how you do it. So how do you practice this? You train your mind to think in a proper sequence of positivity. Okay? You set your goal. If you get in trouble, your first thought, your first thought Golf is, is so, okay. It's a mental game. Yeah, exactly. it's 95% mental. Okay? Yeah, I agree. It, it, your first thought is when you're in trouble is, okay, it, what hole am I on? Okay, I'm on the fifth hole. It's a par five. All right, what? how serious a trouble is this? Okay, all right, well, okay, seven's the highest number I'm going to allow myself to make here, right? Now you've set a goal. So how do I make seven? Okay, well, if you think of it in this 
these steps in this process. Okay, now how do I make seven? Oh, I go right here. So that's a positive thought. That's not like, oh, I'm going to chip it out in the fairway. Where are you going to chip it on the fairway? No, you have to you have to methodically work through this mentally. So it's not it's all mental. It, it, it's all mental. You have to practice this. I think you know driving ranges should be set up in a lot. You know, I'm writing about it in my book. Uh, there's a whole chapter on driving Wonderful. ranges and and what's wrong with them. Oh, world, yeah. worldwide, because every true. shot is, is is an easy shot with a big open uh, range in front of you. Yeah, ranges aren't set up to help. Oh, the I hit that seven iron one sixty, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not hitting I'm golf shots. Exactly. You're not hitting golf shots, are you, Tyson? On the range? No, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking to myself. If if I'm, how do I practice? Do I just go into the woods and just go hit a bunch of golf balls and hope one doesn't <laughs> Well, I guess you could. <laughs> yeah. Well, absolutely. Wait a minute. You know, There's a guy in there with a stick. What's going on? You know, yeah. I see how, yeah. you, how you practice this. You know, you go out and go go over here to Blue Cypress. Go over to the shoe at, at University of North Florida Golf Plex and walk nine holes and drop balls in trouble. And then oh, and, that's a, instead that's of that's a very good idea. People don't do that sometimes. No, they yeah, just they, yeah, they, they, they just go out there and no. they want to hit. The, the next shot, the next shot, the yeah, next they, shot. They, they hit balls off a range with perfect lies and no problem or off a tee. Yeah, they're not That's playing not how golf is when you're on the course, they're not is playing, it? They're not playing golf. So drop the ball in trouble and then look at the hole and go, okay, th- this is a par three. This is yeah. pretty serious trouble. This is, so, you know, I'm just out of, I'm out, of, out of position a little bit. So four is the highest number I'm going to make. Now, how do I make four? Okay, be real. Okay, five. Okay, a triple is the highest I, I'm going to allow myself to make here. Now, how do I make a triple? If you make a five, you're elated because you'd already set your mind. Your goal is a six. If you make a four, you're on top of the world, man. And if you make yeah, three, exactly. if you make three, you're probably gonna you could ace the next hole. Who knows? You're so you're so jacked up positive positive mentally. Who knows what happens on the next hole, right? So this hey, is hey, well, that's a good point. I um, when I worked at TPC Sawgrass back in the day, I used to uh, occasionally just drop golf balls into the woods and you know hit them between trees and stuff so that's a good point because people don't realize that that can happen to you on the course right you know it's what's funny tyson is you don't have to go out there and try to shoot under par go out there and practice golf sometimes tyson what's really funny is out of all the lessons i give nobody calls me says hey i want a lesson on how to get out of trouble not a single player i did golfer ever (laughs) says hey can i get a lesson on how how to think golf i'm like so i kind of mix that in during my let the physical lessons because i'm trying to help that player get better because you have to learn how to think golf it's not just swinging a club it's not about no doubt it's about how to think the game he's he's over here telling us the uh, oh man that's Philosophy at its finest right there, Mr. Philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that I helps, it. Tyson. Yeah, thank you. For, no, that, I, I love I love it, man. That, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, having me on and taking the time. You bet. Anytime. Have a great weekend. Stay dry or not stay yeah. dry. Go out and practice. Not a rain. good weekend to camp. Don't go you camping know. this weekend, Hey, Tyson. it's a good time to go out yeah. and learn how to get out of the rough and oh. the water, you know? Hey, I'm, I'm camping this weekend, but I'm in the Oh, RV, you are? So, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in that case, go to Edwin Watts and pick up some yep. rain gear this afternoon. Yep. I'm, I'm packing up the vehicles and heading up to Hannah Park here in just a few oh, minutes. Oh, good for you. Good nice. for you. Back to nature. I love it. Yeah, a couple of days off work and... Some s'mores. Oh, you know it. I have a trunk full of firewood. <laughs> Excellent.
All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right, be All right, safe. Have a great trip. Thanks, brother. Peace. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you have to. You have to learn. It's not necessarily. You know. Yes, so there's some techniques and move. You know, yeah. getting the ball, advancing it. But you have to learn how to think golf. Yeah. But the amateur, they panic. They're like, oh, I'm not in the fairway. I'm in trouble. Yeah. I got to get it back in into in play. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Yes. But you have to have a goal. Yeah. You know, I I look at I look at a hole and you know we played a we played a hole last week, and it was a tough tough par three based on. The wind was blowing 20 right at oh, us. yeah. The trouble was in the front. I mean, it, the hole was set up for a, a, a five or six. Yes. Okay. For failure, for an amateur, for okay. sure. I lipped out. I played for up and down. I played short of the hole, pitched it up, played for the up and down. I lipped out my par putt, but the other three fellas, there was two fives and a six on the hole. Yeah. So I had a plan before I ever yeah. put put a peg on the in the tee. I mean, so you have to think these things through. Just because it's a par three doesn't mean you have to make three. Yeah, it, you have to play the hole. You play the hole the as it is. Yeah, it's hard to do it. Uh, say, oh, I'll play a par three like this with one shot to the green. I play a par four with a shot, two shots. Play a par five three, but that's not how it works. Because depending on the conditions, because the cool thing about golf, it's played outdoors, on and the field changes. It's not like uh, basketball where every is a wood floor, 94 by whatever, or football fields all the same. Uh, every course is different. Every hole is different. And that's, I guess that's why I've always loved it because I've always been a creative kind of person who challenged myself to do things. And, and, and like I was telling you, my heroes were Seve and people who played the game like that. And so even though I couldn't do it on a regular basis, I tried to think of it in terms of this this shot here, this shot there. And the thing, I guess, is this the worst thing that happened to you, Tom? Is is a couple times you pull it off, right? So then, well, you know me, what do I do? I think I can do it every time. But I just have to put down the occasional seven, eight, seven, da, 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 because I made three once, right? <laughs> but right. that's how I am. And thank you, Tyson, for calling, representing amateur golfers who love the game. We appreciate it. All right. I can't, I can't remember. I'm, I'm getting old. I can't remember. I used, I used to know all this stuff. Um, there was a part three in a major championship that was so difficult and uh, that the person who won it, Played to the right of the green all four days. Everybody else went for the green. I think it was either Hogan won it or Casper. Okay, I remember because Hogan. That was used the only to, way to par the hole. Hogan used to play right of the green on eleven at Augusta National because what was the point right. going? No, it was a par uh, three for the water. Yeah, it was, okay. a, it was a par three, and I, the only I, way I, to play the I, hole I know, was from I, the right. I know, I know what you're saying. I can't think of the hole, but I know I, I've heard the I've heard that. Yeah, and uh, so. You know, just because the hole says it's a par four, you got to think, Doesn't how matter. do I play this? I don't play a soldier right? shoot the lowest possible score that I can today, considering the course, the wind, the conditions, everything. Yeah, and I see a lot of those mistakes made today on the modern tour where oh these guys gosh. just blow and go and they don't care. You know, but and, and like, well, if they'd have played the hole like this, they mo their odds were better of parring it. Versus the bogey. Correct. You know, anyway, but that's that's golf. That's what it is. And uh, Dave, don't go away. we got to go to break. We'll be right back. Brought to you by Ping Golf, University of North Florida Golf Complex, Edwin Watts Golf Shop, and Wolf Retirement Navigation. We'll be right back live on 1010XL 92.5 FM. 
The Edwin Watts Golf Hour on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Hey, we are back. Let's go to Dave. He's been patient. Dave, you got about 30, 45 seconds. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, that's cool. I'll be real quick. I set a record this morning. I slept till, till 1030. What? Okay. I mean, it's been like 30 years. Okay, so anyway. Uh, yeah, I learned something this morning from you, man, Tom. Uh, I thought I knew a lot about Hogan. For instance, I knew he smoked Chesterfield cigarettes. Uh, the famous one iron shot, of course, at the open, the wreck, the, everything. But he was blind in one eye. Is that right? That's correct. Well, I never. I can't. Did that happen at the accident, Tom? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Right. I okay, thought that I was never... from smoking the Chesterfields. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I, that's I, it's really interesting to hear that because uh, I mean that could affect. Uh, that can affect uh, your your uh, your ability to play a little bit, I would think, especially. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's amazing, and uh, thank you for letting me know that, man. I appreciate it. You bet. You adapt and overcome. Okay. Yeah. Not like they do today. Correct. All right, bud. All right, real quick, folks. Hey, we uh, uh, get this in. Don't forget, University of North Florida Golf Complex. They have the uh, four beers and the nine holes of golf for. And a pool car for $30 for 21 and I'm over. In. Okay. They have junior clinics, junior setups. They have mm-hmm. a plethora of instructors. I'm one of them. Uh, so check it out. Don't forget the Ping. Complete product line located at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shop, especially the new G430 Max 10K driver and the S159 wedges. Caddy Mike, what's in the corner? Congratulations. Uh, every week, you know, they have the, the players is coming. Okay, uh, players are going to be here in less than a month. Uh, go to players.com, uh, get your tickets, uh, sign up for our charities like NFJD and DeSori Foundation when you do it. But they had a little charity shootout there this week, and uh, Jim Furyk, imagine that, was the winner of the, they went out to 17, hit, wedge, hit, hit shots on 17, five groups, and Jim Furyk was representing the, him and Tabitha's Furick Foundation. And um, they had four other uh, other players from different, Josh Kobe, who's a great player, Daniel Murphy, actor Andy Buckley from The Office represented Tesori Foundation, which was cool. And so those four got 5,000 donations from the charity shootout. And Mr. Furick, 50,000, because they moved the pin for him, uh, Tom, to the... Sunday pin, back right. Everybody else had the front left, the easy one. And he knocks it to like two feet. So uh, really cool to see them out there. It was a lot of fun. It was a beautiful day. And so I uh, want to remind people that the t- players have donated $150 million to charity over the years. It's a great event. Get your tickets now and make sure you're all set because it's coming real soon. Ends on, on um, uh, St. Patrick's Day, the 17th, which is really cool this year. Thanks, Tom. All right, Caddy Mike, Chris. Uh, Chris, you really nailed it on the head earlier. We went to break. and um, uh, So question one is, A, do you think that the players that returning from live when this eventually happens to play on the PGA Tour, should there what type of penalty or whatever should be done? They shouldn't be able to just walk right back in like nothing happened. And Chris, like I said, you nailed it on the head. The, 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 the more money that comes into the sports that each players are paid, it seems like there's less respect 
Yep, they're directly for the, for the sport. inversely connected. And that's across yeah, the board. Yeah, the fans are not connected anymore. They, $12 beer, they don't relate to that, you know. They they can't understand. And they're relating less and less to the players because all of them are filthy rich. That's it. Bingo. disappointing. All right, we got to slide out of here down the fairway. And don't forget, University of North Florida Golf Complex, Ping Golf, Wolf Retirement Navigation, and Edwin Watts Golf Shop, your home away from home with two locations, Ponte Vita Beach, A1 and Butler, and on the south side, Phillips Highway and Shad Road. Stop in and see the golfing experts for all your needs, beginner to expert, lefty, righty, ladies, juniors, and they've got it. Don't forget, there's an orange dot extra 30% sale going on on apparel at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shop off Green Tech. So when you see the orange dot, it's an extra 30% off. And we'll see you down the fairway. Cheers. Have a great weekend.